0: Welcome to the Enigma with your host Rainbow Black. Today's episode is going to be food for thought. It's going to be one of those episodes that makes you think on a deeper level about a black woman's smile. About human nature, human kindness. It's going to make you think about all those things and also you know what is mother's day really about what does it represent and where where does it take us besides um interflora and uh fountains you know do we need to take a closer look at what this mother's day is really about and are we kind of missing the point do we take our mothers for granted? So we're going to be exploring all those things in in this episode. Um, and there are some fun segments at the start. Um, just on I think thoughts of the day really, things that are, things that happened to me. Um, as I was commuting across London, uh, leading up to me making this episode about um, a black woman's smile. So yeah, I actually think you're really going to enjoy this episode I put a lot of thought into it So, keep back, relax, enjoy This is episode, the official episode 1 The first episode was just an intro Which you guys have given me some great feedback on But this is episode 1 And I can only envision uh, that the podcast will get bigger and better because um, I have a lot of things I want to wax lyrical with you guys about. So yeah, let's get into it. Come on. Good morning. It's April Fool's Day and uh, nobody's played a trick on me yet. I've had a pretty good morning so far. Something happened to me um, when I was on my way to work. Yeah, I'm on the road, guys. And um, I spotted another sister. She was sitting there with uh, one of those foot brace things on. And we just kind of acknowledged each other, which is very rare. It's it's the sweetest thing when you get acknowledgement from another sister and you just smile silently to each other, acknowledging each other because you don't always get that and uh, I don't know why, why we don't do that more often just acknowledge each other and, and smile at each other just say good morning or you're all right we don't always have to be kind of operating in a hostile way they say that um, a black woman never smiles, which we'll look at later. And there's there's many reasons for that, to be honest. Yeah, because we're normally carrying the weight of the world on our shoulders. I want you to think about something. Going back to the woman that smiled at me this morning and I smiled back, it cost me nothing. You know, I probably lifted her spirits. and now she lifted mine. She had an impact on me. It made me kind of think, why is it so hard to show um, a bit of human kindness? We're so busy rushing around all the time, and uh, sometimes we just forget to just stop and just acknowledge each other. You know... Um, It might be as simple as holding a door open for somebody or giving somebody a seat on the train because you can see that they're struggling. It doesn't happen to me very often, um, although (laughs) I kind of think people are just in their own little headspace, but I'm I'm actually disabled. I've got a disability, so I walk with a stick. So you think that would be, you know quite obvious that I would need to sit down but when it does happen to me it, it, it blows me away As it last week I was struggling down the stairs with my suitcase and a guy just came out of nowhere and just grabbed my suitcase and says do you want me to carry that for you and uh I was like I was like stunned and I was just like oh if you don't mind took it all the way down the stairs for me and I was I was just so grateful just the small things in life um, can change the way you feel and uh, that can be quite hard uh, living in London because everybody's on a a schedule everybody's in their own little headspace trying to rush to get from A to B to C to D Uh, but we should just take a moment when you see that homeless person sitting there begging even if you've got no money to give them just give them some eye contact or a smile or if you've got time just a bit of conversation because it just shows that you're acknowledging them you're not just walking past them they're not invisible because i actually know what that that feels like especially um when i first became disabled i remember feeling as though i was invisible and i still feel like that a lot of the time Um and that can be quite soul-destroying. So let's just, just take a bit of time to acknowledge things around you and, and others. It's cost you nothing to show a bit of human kindness. You know, it's not gonna cost you money. Just cost you a smile or a bit of eye contact or, or an exchange of conversation we can all do that. You know, let's not wait to something like comet relief or some other charity event. It doesn't have to be a massive gesture. Yeah. So I'm gonna be doing quite a few segments like this on things, things that I love. You know, things that uplift me, things that make me feel gratitude on a day to day basis, and I'm gonna make it into um An episode, so as it happens to me, I'm just going to be piecing it all together. Okay. So I'm off to go and and work with some of my clients, because that's that's what I do for a living. I uh, support people to make positive changes in their life. Even this morning, I met with one of my clients, and... They were quite tricky to begin with, quite resistant to the help that... Um, I wanted to offer them. And they actually done quite well in the therapy programme that the Ruin World done. And it was just nice to give that person lots of affirmation and tell them about the good things that I'd noted about them. And they were, they were quite surprised and uplifted by that. You know, and people need validation, people need affirmation don't be afraid to give that it's not going to cost you anything if you're in if you're in that job where you support people or just people in general around you you know give them a boost it's not it's not going to take away from anything you're doing you know they say um if you give freely with a clean heart it comes back tenfold i really believe in that you know um so I give my time, I give my energy. I don't always have the energy, but I, I will give it. Cause it's 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 something that's organic to me, and it makes me feel good. So you can do this too. I know you can. I know you got it within you. So that's my thought of the day on April Fool's Day. Um. Hopefully nobody plays any pranks on me today. I'm not. I'm not planning to to play any pranks on people, that's not me. I'm just enjoying the sun and uh, the upliftment that nature's giving me. That's something free that I'm experiencing. And I find that the sun actually makes people more happy. You know, people are more kind of open. You can see it in their the body language and just a general, you know, overall being. And that's me for the day. Maybe I'll add something a bit later. I feel quite good today actually, talking about giving. Because I actually reached one of my goals and that was to uh, record the very first episode of my podcast. So I'm really looking forward to adding more episodes. That was my goal uh, for April. So I'm looking forward to hearing your feedback on that as well and we will be recording another episode later on I may add this one to it, who knows so okay, have a great day and I'll be adding more later well, I've just finished work and uh, just gone to the supermarket actually and I just made the most bizarre social observation now either I'm not getting out enough, or or, or something, something's wrong somewhere. So I've come to Asda. and I've seen that they've got a petrol station that's got no staff, and you self serve, and it's card only. So it's just a petrol station out outlay. No windows, no nothing. Just just like one, two, three pumps. Very Americanized kind of setup. But I'm like, this is this is quite deep and I was like saying to my partner, so how how do they know um people not gonna fill up and just drive off? And um apparently people do do that but they they've got your license, haven't they? There's cameras there, actually I'm just counting them now actually. One, two, three. Well that's not gonna stop people from stealing the petrol but what well, actually your vehicle should be registered, registered to you, unless it's been stolen, or you're driving without insurance or whatever, they can trace you anyway. Not well unless you've got a car with no plates on it. That's just my brain working overtime. Um, but yeah, quite interest, quite interesting to see how things are changing and becoming automated. I had a weird experience this morning. Actually, I, I got got kind of para, cause I've had my uh, car cloned in the past. They rinsed me out for about three grand. Bought tickets. Bought airfare. Bought car insurance. Bought airfare insurance. They went all the way in, mate, on my card. So I was about to kind of top up on my uh, oyster and it just got really paralyzed. I was like, supposed to to got one of those car cloning machines because I was watching the documentary last week. And I just didn't want to use the machine anymore. And I was like, you know what? Just this, this, this allow it. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to Tesco's and get some cash back. So I thought I was being smart now. Got to Tesco's, bought my lunch and I've, gone, I've queued up to go to the till because I've got self service days I can't get away from this automated shit. And um I paid for everything and I've gotten to the lady, do you do cash back? And she looked at me like I've swore at her like I might as well have said F off. do you know what I mean? She looked and she looked at me like to say, Are you dumb? And I says, Do you do cashback? And she says, There's a card machine outside. There's a cash point outside and I'm thinking so you want me to go and put my card in there, then they, they clone my card. I can't afford for that. So I kind of left there, flustered to thinking, when did it get to this? And when did they start doing bloody cashback? I'm just tired of the ultimatum. Everything's becoming autonomized. You know, I'm I really like dealing with people and connecting with human beings. I don't want to deal with machines. I actually resent um self-service. Um, Yeah, sometimes it has its use when you want to move fast, but I want to deal with a human being, have that interaction. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I think what was quite funny as well was, like, there was just, like, no bag. I don't think I'll ever get my head around that. I, I really resent painful plastic bags, but I get it. You know, whales are being washed up on, on the boat. So, I'm going to read you the poem which I spoke about when we was exploring why black women don't smile. It's called A Black Woman's Smile by T.Y. Gray E. L. Do you know how strong you have to be to make a black woman smile? Do you have any idea what an accomplishment that is? She has borne the weight of this country on her back for 400 years. She has suffered the agony of unassisted, husbandless, childbearing since the 1600s. Have you any idea how much strength it takes to put a smile on her face? You need the strength of Samson, the nerves of Joshua and the courage of David facing Goliath. Because she has cultivated in her womb the marvel of the universe. Only to have her hopes and dreams aborted and her aspirations show up dead on arrival. She has given birth to kings and queens and delivered on her majestic promise only to have her children kidnapped and sold to a criminal with no respect of her royalty. If you can make a black woman smile you're a miracle worker. Imagine breastfeeding your child in Virginia and having her snatched from your arms. Branded, hijacked to Louisiana and publicly fondled on New Orleans Orchard blocks. If the memory of that pain was locked bound in your DNA, would you be smiling? If you breastfed somebody else's child, only to watch her grow old enough to call you darky, "pickaninny," nappy-headed-jigaboo, you wouldn't be smiling either. If you can make a black woman smile, you've done something. You can make a smile. If you can make a smile, you're stronger than Atlas. Because God knows she's been. She's been raped and ravaged and scorned and nearly annihilated. She's been pimped and pummeled and stoned and deliberately depreciated She has cooked and cleaned and sewn and never been compensated. She has been forced to watch the offspring of her loins mangled and maligned across centuries. Her character has been continuously smeared, assassinated over over and over and over and over and over and over again. You ever thought about how strong you have to be, just to be a black woman? She had to make brick without straw after being stripped of all her customs, stripped of all her culture, stripped of all her traditions. No other woman in the history of the civilised world has gone through what she's gone through. No other beings on the planet have endured what she's endured. She's been chastised, criticised, demonised and terrorised. She's had to stand with her man as he was being bullwhipped for trying to stand. She's had to stand with her man when he was being castrated for trying to stand. She's had to stand with her man who was being hung by his neck for trying to stand. She's had to carry her man because every time he tried to carry himself he was murdered for trying to do so. Ask Betty Shabazz about Malcolm. Ask Coretta Scott about Martin. Ask Emmett Till's mother. If you can make a black woman smile, you'd definitely achieve something. Since 1619, when we came in chains, the entire world has been messing with her brain. Disrespecting her, calling her out of her name She's just tired. She's just plain Fanny Lou Hammer tired. Tired of being called B words and H words and N words and other words and everything except the child of God that she is. But one thing in this world that will make a black woman smile is her man. A real man. If you're doing what you're supposed to do, she will smile. She will smile regularly and gladly. So a man up my brother. Man up and make your woman smile. Treat her like the queen that she is. She deserves it and recognise this. In all God's creations there's nothing more alluring, more appealing or attractive, nothing more beautiful, more charismatic, more charming or captivating, nothing more delightful, more elegant or exquisite, nothing more fascinating, more gorgeous, more inspiring, or intoxicating, nothing more magnificent, nothing more magnificent or lovely than a black woman's smile. In all of God's creation, there's nothing more alluring, more appealing, or attractive; nothing more beautiful, more charismatic, more charming, or captivating; nothing more delightful more elegant or exquisite. Nothing more fascinating, more gorgeous, more inspiring or intoxicating, nothing more magnificent or lovely than a black woman's smile. Just let that sink in for a minute. As a black woman, I know this to be true. Because that's what I experienced this morning. Just let that sink in for a minute. That's a lot, isn't it? That's a lot of responsibility. That's a lot of expectation for black women to carry around with them. And that was happening in the 1600s. And you know what? It's still happening now. So when we think about Mother's Day, which happened, what's this Sunday gone? It was about more than cards and flowers. It's about the continued weight and struggle that black women still carry. Because yes, we still are carrying our men. We are the pillars of the community. We hold upon men when they can't hold themselves up. We hold the past sons when they can't hold themselves up. We hold the past sons when, when, there is no father around. As as sisters, we we grow our brothers and we take on maternal roles of mothers or surrogate mothers. I can I can honestly say I've done that with, with my brothers, and with 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 the men that I actually work with as well, cause I. Uh, predominantly work with men, I'm a group therapist, and, uh, you know, as a substance use practitioner, and now as a group therapist, working with men to do better in their relationships, you know, you you represent many different things for them, you're their auntie, you're their sister, you're their mother, you're their confidant, you're the person that they can be vulnerable with, you're the person that they can be vulnerable with in a way that they can't be vulnerable with their brethren. They share their tears with you. They share their vulnerabilities. They share their deepest fears with you. And you, you hold all their pain and you glue them back together. But the message I give them is you can't just take I am I am my brother's keeper, but who's keeping me? You hear that rush just then? That's my, my glass becoming empty. Because as, as women, we've got to leave something for ourselves as well. We can't just give. That's not sustainable. We need our men. To be, to be warriors we need our men to have our backs it can't be one sided the balance has got to be restored the respect has to be restored so mothers mothers have unconditional love sisters have unconditional love aunties have con- unconditional love grandmothers have unconditional love Women in the community have unconditional love, so we're all giving, 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 giving. But what are we getting back from our, our men, our sons? That is the question. I'm poisoned here today. And do mothers get enough recognition? <clears throat> Especially with all this um, knife crime as well. It's a lot of mothers that have been left with, with dead sons. Where are the fathers? All I see is women at the forefront of everything. Every March, you see televised, on the net, on the news. It's always the black women... Um, at the forefront of everything we we need the men as well. they didn't make those babies on their own, guys. so these are the some of the things that run through my head. A mother will never turn away the son, but at the same time, we mustn't take out the spine we must allow them to grow um and your mother will always give you. You know, validation, affirmation. You know, that's 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 her seed. She's carried you for nine months, male or female. But mothers are not just mothers. They're they're human beings. They're people. They have needs too, and that's something I've learned over the years. That mothers can be vulnerable creatures as well. They're not just they're not these superheroes that. Everybody slaps this label on. you know, they're not doing this da 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 Buffy Puffy Power, Wonder Woman. Yes, they are Wonder Woman. But Wonder Woman needs nurturing and caring for too. You know, otherwise her battery runs down. And then the spirit dies or they become sick. You know, I I definitely have experience of that with my own mum that's that's a whole other episode but Mother's Day for me I'm thinking about my mum and uh, losing her me becoming the parent for my mum at a very young age she's still here but only 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 the shell of her the vessel is left That was a very hard uh, role to step into at such an early age, and and many people are doing it. I'm not unique at all. By by no by no means I'm not unique. And then I look at my uh, I look at the other women around me. It's like, <clears throat> sorry guys, I got a bit of a cold. Um, I look at I look at the women in the community, so I have a couple of neighbors and and uh I have to just look in admiration. There's a young girl she's got like three kids man, and uh I see her I see her mom i ain't seen no man, and this woman is just like she's on it she's looking after her kids. She's up early, she's making sure to get educated, she's making sure to go nursery. You can see her just running on her schedule and she's not driving, she's just there with the pram, just going through life. Got her mum there supporting her and they're just going through, you know, stuck in a one bedroom flat. I'm thinking, where is the farmer of those seeds? The man that made those children with her, where is he to support her? And you can see she's just like, she's just in warrior mode. Nothing is bothering her on the surface. But again, it goes back to that not seeing a black woman smile. Occasionally she'll crack a smile. And I just had to say to her one day, I said, it's so amazing to me. I'm just in total awe of you. Just watching you go about your business. You're up early, you're out, you're doing things, you're making shit happen. All by yourself. Granted, you got the support of your mum, but it's two mums together, isn't it? It's those things. It's, it's those examples around me. And even that's my own sister as well. Because my sister's like the baby of the family, but she's she's the mother of the family. She helped me to look after my mom, but she also grew me as well. I'm I'm older than her. She gave me those skills, those life skills, those much needed, you know, foundation. Cooking, cleaning. I didn't learn how to cook until I was like eighteen. I needed to. I needed to learn so I could look after my mom. So I could contribute and take over as head of household. My sister taught me how to cook, she taught me how to budget, to have discipline, to have self-pride, and I just didn't, I I wasn't strong enough to give that to myself. So you know we have mothers in all different forms, even even when you're at work you meet people and they're like maternal figures. I've had so many um, elder women guide me and take me up in their arms and Tell me everything's going to be alright when my mum went there. So we all have different different figures in our life. Different support networks. But mothers. It's, it's more than a title. It's got, le- let's say, there's levels to this shit. There's levels. And it's a testament to. black women everywhere I'm going to give that to my people but mothers in general but for my black women those are the examples I've got around me I can only speak from, from my experiences women that have inspired me that are like surrogate mothers or adopted mothers or role models for me so yeah I will be exploring this topic more, cause it's it's very close to my heart, and I just don't think we get um, lauded enough. Black women don't get lauded enough. Black mothers don't get lauded enough. You know, we're always being kind of put down. The only time we get celebrated is on the internet. Everybody comes out with their pictures. Here's mommy. Here's mommy. It's almost like a competition. So what about the rest of the year, 365 days a year? Don't just wait until it's Mother's Day and then everyone's got a picture or a video up online. I bought my mum a Benz or um, some red buttons. That's the only time you know your mum when you want to get likes on um social media. Because that's very superficial, isn't it? What about the rest of the year? There was this cadet tune. Oh, what was it? Uh, stereotype, where he talks about um, when he was kind of getting into his madness on the road and living that, living that street life. And he's like, there's so many times I've driven past my mum's yard and I didn't check her. I was too busy checking girl and he had. So much shame and remorse and regret about that. Because it's time wasted, isn't it? You, you, you can never get that time back. And you've only got one mum. But your mum will hold that because that's what mums do. But they do feel it to their core. Trust me. They feel it to their core. Because of the sacrifice that they've made. They can't even put it into words. But as I said, the love is unconditional. And if it's not your mum... Like I said to one of my clients a few weeks ago. He said, I'm not really too close to my mum, but my grandma. She's always been there for me. She don't judge me, but I'm I'm so frightened to... ...approach her and tell her that my life is kind of turning to shit. I'm frightened that I'm going to disappoint her and make her feel let down. I was like, you know what? Her love is unconditional. And... Your grandma's only got a certain amount of time on this earth and if she makes you feel positive about yourself then you should spend as much time with her as possible because she represents something good and wholesome. She's a good representation of, of um a woman. You know, because this guy had bad female experiences. So, you know, it's just reconnecting because time waits for nobody. You know, I miss my, I miss, I really miss my gran. I miss both of them. There were two characters, one was a nurse, and one, one was a housewife, but a bloody good one and uh, a seamstress. You know, we never had to go to the shop for clothes. She'd sew everything. You don't get that anymore. <laughs> Most grannies are going off to a uh, Primark. They ain't got time to sit down and it all that she having to go out and work. Because the pension age has been shifted. So they can't even sit down and be grandparents anymore. Grandparents, grandmothers are helping to grow. So just to wrap up what Mother's Day is about. we need to look at the definition of this Mother's Day thing. Because actually the retail industry. It turned it into a a day of capitalism. You know, flowers, chocolates, expensive gifts. You know, people feel pressured to um, show their appreciation for their mothers through material goods. But we know it's deeper than that. So the definition of Mother's Day is... Mother's Day is a celebration honouring the mother of the family... As well as motherhood, maternal bonds and the influence of mothers in society, it is celebrated on various days in many parts of the world, most commonly in the months of March or May. It complements similar celebrations honouring family members such as Father's Day, Siblings Day and Grandparents Day. You know what, I didn't even know there was a siblings day, mate. You know, but that's that's a, quite a nice um, celebration. But I don't think it's that common. But um, yeah, you do get some fantastic brothers and sisters, which I can definitely say my um sister is, and uh, my brother as well. Very supportive. Always been there for me. Always got my back, hundred percent. Um, but yeah, Mother's Day that that is the definition of it. And the mother is the, the, the backbone of the family. You know, normally when um, a mother dies, uh, the family foundation seems to start to give way and crumble. And and now we know why, because she, she's, she's the glue, isn't she? She's the one that's gluing everything together, keeping everything ticking over, keeping everybody connected. So this is what we, we need to be mindful of this and celebrate our mums or mother figures where we can. Yes, I do know. I do know that not everybody has great relationships with, the, with their mums and that is totally an, another episode which, which which I'm hoping to make and get some more people in on that because um, not everybody has great relationships. Some people have very strained very toxic relationships with their mums. Um and that can be quite difficult. I was only talking about this with a a friend of mine. Um he was telling me he was having trouble with the with the daughter. 'Cause the the mother was not bonding with the child because she wasn't she wasn't paying attention basically. Um but once she did you know the the bond is starting to happen. They're starting to become stronger. They're starting to connect. They're starting to share things because females they need they need a um, a woman's guidance, just as a man needs a man's guidance. Yes, they can take guidance from the mum, but there's only so much as women we can give, um, to men. You know some of that stuff they have to get from other men. So. They need strong male figures, you know I could really go on. there's just so many subjects I want to cover um but that's there's room for other podcasts um as i said i'm I'm just getting started. I'm just warming up um as I was saying to some fellow podcasters I was talking to today, I am just getting started. I have subjects for days. Um, As I said in my uh, introduction podcast, I've been listening to podcasts for almost four years. You know, so I kind of know what I want to cover, what hasn't been covered or the way I want to cover it. And it will be unconventional. It will not be the traditional format because there's nothing traditional about me. I like to break down barriers, mix it up, blend it up. Um and if you listen to as many podcasts as I do a day, um, to get a different flavour, a different essence from everybody, um then I kinda know where I want it to go. I wasn't quite sure when I first started. I was like, Okay, I'm gonna keep it traditional. You know, if it's not uh, broke don't fix it the same, but I can see I can see this is not gonna be conventional at all. Cause I don't think that can work for me. My my schedule is busy. I just need to do it my way. And um, I hope you guys enjoy the experience. So. Yes. Motherhood, Mother's Day. Mother figures. Backbones of communities. We don't always have to. Stand alone and be strong on our own, I think that's that can be a dangerous narrative, and it's something that everyone's talking about. The strong black woman, the strong black woman can crumble too, just letting you know you know, and that's that's a hell of a lot of pressure and expectation to put on somebody you know in a in a in an army you have your your generals and you've got your soldiers. You know, there's a a pecking order that strengthens the the foundation. So it can't just be down to the mums, yeah. All strong, strong black women or strong women, full stop. We're a tale of two halves. As I always say to my clients, there's woman, 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 we're two halves. Look at the word "woman," and you'll you'll see that you don't operate um independently. We or we shouldn't. I know that's I know that's the the lick at the moment where we're heading, um because women feel that they have to be fully independent because they they feel abandoned by by their men. But um. We can operate alongside each other, collaborative, as a team. So, that's enough for me. I think I'm all talked out. So, yeah, I look forward to the next episode. Um, I'm fully finding my stride, so I'll see you on the next episode. We out of here oh, before I go, actually, don't forget to hit me up on the socials. I see some of you actually um hit me up on Twitter supporting the the first episode of Ampersand Enigma, so don't forget me to hit me up on Twitter instagram and anywhere else um i am in the process of um trying to get it distributed to other platforms so i'm distributing primarily on anchor fm but we'll be hoping to go on to spotify apple podcasts and perhaps soundcloud so you know It kind of takes a lot to set up these things so just be patient with me guys i'm diving in but i'm diving in at a pace that suits me so hit me up show your support repost let everybody know um i'm joining joining uh, put my teeth back in the podcast family i'm out of here (laughs)